the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook and old Emperor Palpatine. Bill Belichick uh, probably still sulking after the disappointing year that the New England Patriots had a season ago. Very uncharacteristic one, given the unprecedented historic success this franchise has had under his evil lightning shooting from the fingertips hands. Uh, But uh, it is a season anew, Lundy, and they have a brand new quarterback potentially under center, maybe week one, but at some point this year, and we'll see if a QBBC quarterback by committee will be implemented by Bezelcheck, uh or to begin the season or at some point this year. Uh, but they only really have one direction to go, and that is northward. So right now at DraftKings Sportsbook, the over-under on team wins for the Patriots this year is 9 it is minus 134 on the over, uh, plus 115 on the under, Lundy. So, you know, looking at that, uh, knowing that New England has the sixth easiest schedule, according to Mike Clady, ESPN, and his projected uh, overall value of each individual team's schedules, uh, do you think the Patriots can get to 10? I feel like this team is going to be 9-8, and eight, and I wish old Captain Hook, yar, would have made an appearance on this line. I'd be a lot happier, Brad, if this were, in fact, a hook uh, line. I I would be a lot happier because I would take the under because I think they're going to be at either eight or nine. I hate the idea of making a bet right now in the middle of June and then waiting it out until January and doing the push. Uh, That just seems uh, so obnoxious uh, for me to try to deal with. So I am staying away from this one without the hook. I might shop around a little bit, see if I can find it with the hook, uh, because I do think that this team is I feel like it's an eight win team. With that, maybe they sneak a ninth. And that's why I'm not comfortable with just a straight-up nine-win total. Would love to see that hook in there somewhere. Uh, but I just I, I don't think this is a double-digit win team, even with an easy schedule. No, I'm with you there. And I like Mac Jones quite a bit. And I think he will be the starter at some point this year. And it could be earlier than many people expect. Why? Because he's got the greatest dad bod on the planet. That's why. I see myself in Mac Jones without any athletic ability and a national championship to my name. So there's that. But I'm kind of with you. I wish they would. If books don't offer us the hook, they should give us the option to bet on the tie, on the push. And yes. like, what, what is it, probably like 10 to 1, 15 to 1, 20 to 1, that New England gets exactly nine wins, whatever it is. I wish they would give us that option. I'm going to make that suggestion. I think it's that could be all like, the rage. It, it's no different in baseball or, or, or hockey, Brad, where we're trying to predict the correct score, like right on the button. Why not be able to do that with win totals? This would be fun. Yeah, that's an innovation that needs to happen ASAP. I'm with you there. Look, if you want to get on that wage or anything else, do so at DraftKings Sportsbook, which is not only my favorite book, but also America's top-rated sportsbook app. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook. It's easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for new bettors, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all the action. My friends and family, yeah, uh, they think DraftKings Sportsbook's pretty dope as well, and I think you know you will too. So listen to this great offer, DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in side credits. That's right. Pick any basketball team that is still in contention. Bet un dollar, and if that team scores a W, you get $100 in side credits. So here's what you got to do. 
Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choosing to win their next game, and if they do, you will claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code FTN for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. New customers only. Wager paid out. Inside credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana. 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, on this Taco Tuesday, let's add a little spice with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, Lundy, let's drop the puck and make some bucks. Uh, give me your selection. We got one playoff game tonight on the ice. What do you like? We go to America's Wang, Brad. That's oh yes. Let's the, get uh, gorgeous in America's Wang. One of our uh, one of our favorite spots on the map, as a matter of fact. Um, and by the way, you probably are going to want to fade the the living daylights out of me because we did pretty well yesterday. So uh, the the Tampa money line is juiced up to minus two hundred for tonight. You can tell uh, that a lot of folks believe that there is no way Tampa is going to leave Florida, going back to Nassau Coliseum down two nothing uh, after the Islanders already took Game One by the final of two to one, and it actually took all the way until a power play in the third period for Tampa to even get on the scoreboard. But I'm going to stay away from that because I just don't like seeing the juice that high. Although, could the Islanders pull the upset? I don't know, Jim. Uh, It's a plus 175, by the way. The Islanders do, in fact, pull it off. See, if you get seduced by the juice, you want to sprinkle something on that, have fun. But I'm going to go with an over total on this one of five goals. Yes, I know that seems odd after they only scored three in that first game, but the fact that Captain Hook is not involved actually has me intrigued. An over of five goals pays out right now at a minus 134. Uh, Semyon Varlamov had 30 saves uh, in the first game. He's been very good here after uh, being a little bit suspect there in the first round. He's now been very good since between the pipes for the Islanders, but I just don't think that the Isles can keep this Tampa offense down two games in a row. I think we're going to see more goals tonight, and I could easily see perhaps even a late game, you know, empty netter type thing that puts us up over the top. So this over-under has me really intrigued in terms of total goals. I'll have some player props for you in the bonus time, but let's take over five total goals between the Isles and the Lightning tonight. Whole lot of biscuits in the basket. Make it happen, Isles and Bolts. Number four. All right, let's move on to the NBA. We got one game in that postseason sport as well tonight. Uh, we got the Milwaukee Bucks, and we got the Brooklyn Nets deadlocked at 2-2. And oh, what a twist of intrigue here, Lundy, because we don't believe that James Harden's going to play to the hamstring injury, but maybe he can gut it out. Uh, you know, Maybe he gets enough lap dances to cure him in time uh, to suit up in this contest. But we know that Kyrie Irving uh, will be sidelined. No, he's not doing doing any kind of research about the ice rings that are holding us together on this flat earth. He is out due to an ankle injury. So KD could have massive usage. He may have to jack up like 100 shots in this game for Brooklyn, Brooklyn to keep pace against a Bucks team that is suddenly resurgent uh, defensively. But somebody's got to pick up the slack here uh, in terms of the usage. And I think it's going to fall on Blake Griffin, uh, six-time All-Star. Yeah, he is in the twilight of his career. Uh, but a guy that I'm willing to take the over on the 20 and a half points, rebounds, and assists 
combined, Lundy, uh, and a player that's only done this once in his last nine games. Now, if you look at what he did against Milwaukee, uh, 38.2 three-point percentage. So he's found the outside stroke in this series. He's averaging 8.5 boards per game, 2.3 dimes per game. And I mentioned that the uh, you know the Bucks have uh, really – uh, been galloping and stabbing the competition defensively with those horns. Uh, 1.004 points per possession on D. That's all they have allowed in the last three games in this series. So I think Griffin, again, it, he's only done this one time in his last nine games. But that usage uptick has got to be there for Brooklyn to be competitive. And it can do a little bit of everything across the board. So for all those reasons, give me the over on the 20.5 PRA of minus 114. Do you dare follow me, fade or follow? I will actually follow you on this one because you go back and look at game one of this series, right, which is where we're talking about when he did, in fact, go over this total because he finished with a 35 of the PRA because he had 18 points and 14 boards and four of nine from outside. And yep. to me, that's the key factor right there. If he can shoot it from outside, he can cause some issues for them uh, as he gets out on that outside shot. But in that game, Brad, 35 minutes on the Bingo. court. If he can get the time on the hardwood, he can stack up the stat sheet. I'm convinced of that. And I think this 20 and a half PRA is doable for him. Harden is doubtful. Um, I don't think he's going to wind up playing. So you got no Harden. You got no Kyrie. Somebody's got to be able to get out there and score. Um, and, and I think he could easily get to the point total of, say, 16 or 17, really really similar to what he did in game one. So then all you got to do is kick back, wait for some rebounds to fall his way, maybe one or two dimes, um, and I think he winds up with a PRA that maybe is right around 23. So I like this number. I think he gets up over the 20 and a half. Yeah, the key here is 10 points. If he gets to double figures in that category, um, I think he's going to score the over. If he doesn't, well, the under is going to prevail. But we're both on the over. Drive that Kia to the winner's circle, Mr. Griffin. Number three. All right, let's go to Major League Baseball, and let's work in a pitcher prop that I like, and let's go out west, young men. And talk about Julio Urias of the Los Angeles Dodgers at home hosting the Philadelphia Phillies. And I'm going to take the over on 6.5 Ks at minus 113. Now, the trend is saying run far away from the over on uh, the suggested prop. Uh, it has only gone over in two of his last seven turns in the rotation. But Philadelphia has been one of the biggest free-swinging teams in Major League Baseball this season. Number six overall in strikeout percentage, uh, getting a punch out 26% of the time. Now, the Phillies have done a pretty good job against Southpaws uh, with a 729 OPS. They're batting 250 against them. And their away OPS, uh, it's, it's marginal. It's 687, but not terrible. But Urias, uh, the, due to the, again, propensity for Philadelphia, uh, to swing bats and miss balls uh, with a 9.73K per nine, 1.26 walks per nine. Uh, he's got a spectacular 32.6 call plus swinging strike percentage so far this season. You pull all that together, and I think the Phillies are going to be sitting down on the pine after three strikes early and often in this one. It's going to be close, but I think it's seven strikeouts exactly for Urias on the late night tip inside Chavez Ravine. So fade or follow Julio Urias over six and a half Ks against the visiting Philadelphia Phillies. I hate this number. I hate it, dude, because I think <laughs> he's right at six. This is the stuff that they do that just drives me 
batty. Um, <laughs> it, it, it really is. I'm going to fade you because I think he finishes right at it's six. Close. Uh, it's close. It's got to be close. I, I really do. I, I think when I see a number like this that just has me, you know, nervous, my palms are already sweating, like I can't figure out which way I want to be able to go, usually that means I need to lean towards the under because I'm feeling like things have been uh, pushed up just a little higher uh, than expected. Obviously, he hasn't done it since May 23rd, but he has done it eight times on the year. So it's certainly he is very capable of it, and the Phillies are very capable of playing right into his hand uh, with this one. But I'm just feeling that six. I feel like Captain Hook's going to come into play, so I'm going to fade you and say that he stays just under this number. Yar! Stay on the damn ship, Captain Hook. Stick around for my top picks in Major League Baseball and the NBA. Number two. All right, let's go and work in that top selection in the National Basketball Association. And again, we've got uh, Nets, we got Bucks, and I'm going to go back to the Drew Holiday well. And I'm going to take the over on six and a half assists. Again, unlikely a James Harden's going to be in uniform. Definitely no Kyrie Irving and his defensive acumen. So I think Holiday is going to be able to run this Milwaukee offense fluidly and uninhibitedly, Lundy. And I'm going to take the over on six and a half assists as a result of minus 113. Uh, you look at what he has done in this series. Well, he's been under in three of four games, but he did have nine dimes in the last outing. And again, uh, Kyrie only played 17 minutes in that contest. So I, I think with the reduction in defensive prowess, uh, for this Brooklyn team, Drew Holiday should get back to where he usually is in that 7 to 10 assist range. So, Holiday, once again, are you going to celebrate with me on Drew Holiday over 6.5 assists against those Nets? Only if he stops singing. Uh, yes, I will follow on this one again. It comes down to those injuries. It comes down to who's missing uh, from that lineup and who's not going to be there uh, and available for minutes. So looking for an opportunity to uh, take advantage of that. And I think Holiday will, in fact, do that. And so let's get him up over that number. Last four games, nine, five, three and six. So not exactly uh, the sort of thing that gives you a solid confidence that he goes over this number, but I do think the matchup's going to prevail for him. Yeah, hopefully the doo-doo version of Drew will not arrive in Brooklyn. Number one. All right, let's go to Major League Baseball, and I am fading 11 daylights out of the St. Louis Cardinals tonight, and I'm going to get seduced by the Jews, get enveloped and wrapped up into it at plus 106 on the under three and a half runs against Trevor Rogers and the Miami Marlins. Now, Rogers is coming off the COVID-19 list, uh, which he was on earlier uh, this week, so hopefully they're not any uh, you know ripple effects uh, from his absence. But a guy that's been dealing all season long, 10.59K per nine, 2.97 walks per nine, just a 2.02 ERA, and he's given up two earned runs or fewer in 12 of 13 starts this season. Now, St. Louis against left-handed pitching, a 793 OPS, which is outstanding. And their OPS at home much higher than on the road at 7.01. But the Cardinals have been under three and a half runs in seven of their last 12 games, hitting just 2.26 in the month of June. So, again, hopefully there's not any kind of hangover uh, from the COVID bouts. We don't know the extent of it with Rodgers, so there is a little bit of an enhanced risk here with that. But if he gets back to his form that we have seen consistently this season and knowing the Cardinals have struggled applying bat to ball plus 106, yeah, I think it's going to be just a three-run performance for those Midwestern birds. So fade 
or follow St. Louis under three and a half runs against the Miami Marlins at plus 106. I'm doubling up and fading you again on this one. I, I think you're going to get hooked on this one. I like St. Louis to get four runs in this one. Uh, and, and you're right. You're talking about a couple of teams uh, that both have been struggling, but the Cardinals perhaps surprisingly so. Rodgers coming back off the list has me uh, a little bit concerned, but St. Louis at home, they're slightly better at home. Uh, they picked up the win last night. I think they can do it again, and I think they can get up past that four-run total. So, Brad, two times today. I am fading you and your uh, selections here on the Fade Five. One of us is going to be profitable. That's guaranteed. It's unlikely (laughs) to be me, but more than likely it would be Lundy uh, based on his gut feelings in regards to some of those selections. All right, before we get out of here, uh, real quick, I'm going to give a shout-out before we bring in some bonus time. Brian J. Raper on Twitter uh, quoted us and said, listen to the entire podcast, folks. I remember these picks closing out yesterday's show. Props to you, Mr. Wavos and Lundy. And he sh- uh, did a screenshot of a four-pick parlay. He took the under in the White Sox-Rays game. Okay, He matched that with the money line on Oakland, San Francisco, and L.A., which I featured in bonus time. He scored a plus 592 winner, winner, chicken dinner. boy. Yeah, I thanks like for listening it. to the podcast, Brian. We appreciate you. All right, Lenny, let's get some bonus time winners before we exit. Let's get ourselves uh, a couple of player props here to be able to toss out. I'll give you ones you can kind of have your choice because I do kind of like these. I mentioned the fact that I actually think there's going to be some scoring between Tampa and the Isles uh, tonight. So let's look at a couple of players that we can look at for points or anytime goals. You know I like the ATGs, the anytime goals. Kyle Palmieri, okay, he is a plus 310 for an anytime goal. Brad, he's their leading goal scorer in the postseason, for crying out loud. He's got seven goals to go along with two assists in the games that they have played. So at a plus 310 for a guy that has found the back of the net as many times as he has, I'll do it. But if you don't quite feel like going that deep uh, on the anytime goal, he's also a plus 130 for an anytime point. So obviously that means goal or assist. So I like both of those with Kyle Palmieri. Also want to take a look at, ha, it's my boy. I got to keep going back to the well. Alex Kalorn. Uh, he's got uh, five games with a point. He is minus 125 for an anytime point. If you think he can score as well, he's a plus 188 there. Uh, but he's got points in six of his last seven, five in a row, and a minus 125. I will pay that juice for a guy that I keep going back to that well, but he keeps letting me cash the ticket. All right, baby, I like it. Let's uh, lock and load the Uzi and rapid fire here. Give me P.J. Tucker under four and a half rebounds. I know he had seven boards in game number four, but he's been under this in six of his last eight. I like that at minus 113. Casey Mize, you would be oh so wise to take the over on four and a half strikeouts at plus 130 against Kansas City. Yes, the Royals have the third uh, best, meaning lowest K percentage over the last uh, three or over the last month, excuse me but if you look at Casey Mize he has been over this uh in five consecutive starts and he had a a six strikeout performance and six and a third innings pitch against the same Royals club on May 23rd so again I like the over there on four and a half Casey Mize strikeouts of the Detroit Tigers a plus 130 and let's go back to that three leg money line Major League Baseball parlay shall we it's been cashing for us give me Houston going up against dreadful and woeful Texas although Kyle Gibson's on the bump that's their ace. Lance McCullers, 
for the Strohs. They get the W. San Diego gets the W against our boy Chichi Gonzalez. Because why? Well, you Darvish uh, is taking the ball for the pods. Yes, it's a Coors Field, but it was a low-scoring performance last night. Uh, hat tip to Austin Gomber. Got the job done. Uh, definitely, if you faded us, you made some cash there. But I think the Padres get the W. And Cleveland... I will be the third leg here on this. Why? Because I'm fading the harvester of K's, as Sandra likes to say on the SiriusXM show, Fade the Noise. Uh, one of our producers there, Matt Harvey, is on the mound, and he has been getting shelled early and often this season uh, for the Baltimore Orioles. So Houston wins, San Diego wins, Cleveland wins, plus 243. And that is a mic drop on today's episode of Feed the Noise. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Chavos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly as well. And check out FTN Fantasy, FTN Daily, and FTNBets.com for all of your sports betting and fantasy sports content needs. And as always, until next time, feed or follow, that is up to you. Feed the Noise.